0: this story is from I do work here lady titled I am the bank president this was back in the 70s when I was in the military I was stationed outside Little Rock Arkansas and I was in need of extra cash so I got a job at a security company working overnight there were three of us who worked security at a prominent downtown bank one for day shift one for swing shift and one overnight I was a swing shift guard on the job we had time clocks we had to punch in on on different areas we were patrolling there was one revolver for the three of us and I found out it wasn't in working order. Not only dirty and a plugged-up barrel, but the cylinder wouldn't rotate, but it didn't matter because the ammo inside had turned green, making it unusable. So it was my third night. I had just taken over from the older daylight guard and I started making my rounds with my privately owned weapon and the cleaning duty weapon between patrols. When I finished cleaning and putting in new ammo, I carried it along with mine. The daylight guard didn't pass any information on and didn't write anything in the log, so I figured nothing out of the ordinary. One of the time clocks was in the main lobby behind the cashier's cage. When I entered the lobby, I noticed the vault was open, a light was on, and some muffled speaking from inside. So I called for the police and proceeded to the vault with both guns in hand. Me. Hands up and they better be empty. They both put their hands up and slowly turned to me. They were in casual attire, had cash and books out, plus a good sized hand tote next to them. Suspect 1. What the hell do you think you're doing? Do you know who I am? Me. It appears you're stealing money and that you are a thief. Suspect 1. You idiot, I'm mister. Insert name here. The bank president! we're doing an audit me you got any identification to prove that now this was before lanyards and many weren't issued ids proving their identities or where they work suspect one uh not on me my coat's inside my office i can go get it me nope you gentlemen walk out to the lobby sit down and keep your hands up until the police show up you could see the anger in suspect one's face and suspect two was shaking so hard i could have sworn the building was shaking a minute later two cops ran in from where the security office was. They had a key for that door, and police officer one asked what was going on. I told them my story while police officer two went to handcuff the suspects. Police officer two, Dad? Police officer one, you recognize one of these guys? Police officer two, yeah my father. Hey Barney Fife, you detained the bank president? What do you think you're doing? Me uh stopping a bank robbery i meekly said suspect two then pulled out a government id with a badge indicating that he was an auditor he was still shaking and was so nervous he couldn't speak the officers helped them up while i was apologizing and suspect one said they had to do a night audit for apparently there was some cash missing and they were checking the books along with the cash on hand to find out who had taken the cash or just messed up in the books. Feeling stupid, I went back to my patrolling, then wrote the incident down in the daily log. The next day, I found a memo for me to come to the company office, eighth floor of the bank building, and speak with the manager of the company. I thought, this is it. I'm going to get chewed out and canned. To my surprise, suspect one commended me for my diligence, my observation and the way I handled things. The manager gave me a pat on the back for my work. That is definitely not how I expected this to end. This is probably one of the very first stories where I've seen something play out like this and then the person who was misidentified actually rewards that person, but I guess it makes sense. It's your bank. You want to make sure that your security guards are being as diligent as he was here, even if in this particular case he wasn't right, but you'd rather have him be like this in every scenario than just to let some robbers get away. He did say this took place in the 70s before a lot of people had lanyards, so it's pretty easy to see why somebody would be confused. And you're not going to just believe the words of anyone who could possibly be a bank robber. There's actually a couple of mini stories people have about stuff like this where people actually do come up and try and pretend like they're checking something. There's an example somebody gave where his father-in-law worked in a store and a guy walked in to check the safe and they let him do it. He immediately took the money and just left. And then the guy tried to come back a few years later do the same thing again. They told told them to get lost. In another situation, someone's heard the story of an IT security auditor who turned up to Jobs and say that he was, quote, there to check security. Can you lead me to the server? 20 to 30% of the time, it would work. And when it didn't work, he'd then say, good, you passed the first test. Can you leave me there now? And then that would work about half the time. So if you were in this situation, let me know what you would do. And if somebody came to check your safe, would you let them in? Let me know down below. Next up in details from I Do Work Here Lady, my dad owns this place. You can't ban me from here. So this happened the summer after my sophomore year of college. Of all the businesses that my father owns, the only one I've ever gotten free service from is the drive-up coffee shop. I have always been allowed to stroll on in and pour myself a drip coffee whenever I want. If I wanted something fancy, I would have to pay, but I rarely ever did this. Well, shortly after coming back to my hometown, I stopped by to grab a cup. As usual, I walked through the door in the back to bypass the line and serve myself. The second I walked in, I hear, What are you doing? You can't be here. Get out. The girl working was not here the last time I had visited at the end of last summer and I realized that it must be pretty shocking to have some random guy walk into the small shack that you work in. I tried to explain that my father owns a shop and that I was just coming in to grab a cup before I was on my way. She was flustered but just kept telling me to get out. So I went to my car, pulled around in line and waited my turn. When I got to the window, she saw me and was pissed telling me that she was not going to serve me I again took the chance to explain that my father owned the shop and that I am sorry that I startled her she told me that she knows pastor father because she goes to his church and she knows his son and that was not me I had semi recently come out as an atheist so I did not go to my father's church anymore and I had not met her but my brother did she told me she would call the cops if I didn't leave and that I was not welcome at the shop ever again so I drove off called my dad and asked if he would want to meet for a cup of coffee soon and he agreed The look on her face when I showed up with my dad at the walk-up counter and he introduced the two of us was fantastic. I hadn't told my dad what had happened an hour ago, but I explained then and he thought it was the funniest thing. I did not have any issues after that, but made sure to come to the window if there was someone working who I did not recognize in the future to avoid such a situation. At least in this case, the OP wasn't a jerk about it. As soon as he knew he freaked her out, he left, came back around and tried to order from the window instead of trying to keep pushing the point on her when she was obviously freaked out by it and it didn't really seem like he was trying to straight up embarrass her or something. He didn't call his dad to get her in trouble or something but the way he did it was kind of funny. The whole situation about her knowing the pastor father because she goes to his church and that she knows the son was kind of weird because unless she's just mixing up her memory it seems weird that she just made that up but maybe that's all she could think of in order to get this guy who she thought was some weirdo coming around just to leave. Someone suggested having a picture of the OP in the break room of this shop and underneath that photo have the text that says give this man free coffee and then below that have it say unless it's fancy. So if you were in this situation and somebody came into your work and tried to get stuff for free and you didn't know who they were what would you do? an entitled person demands that I be arrested for joking around with the police officer when he let me out of the back of his car. Apparently, I'm a criminal. No way I work for them. I work for a law enforcement agency in a pretty wealthy area, and the people can be a bit entitled, but not all. I have worked several jobs since I finished school, like dispatcher, records department, and finally moved into my current role, which is a hybrid of IT and equipment. I do all the testing and issue reports on non-tactical slash ballistic items we use. My biggest task is the vehicles themselves. Now currently we are testing out back seats for patrol cruisers. If you've seen one, they are generally just plastic and very uncomfortable. They aren't made for comfort, but problems do arise in how slippery they are. The primary goal is easy to clean up and nearly impossible for someone to try and conceal an item in the crease of a cushion on a normal car. So a new vendor approached us with a new material that goes in the back. It's non-stick. It has some cushioning underneath, so they install it in one vehicle and I call up the Officer who handles tactical slash ballistic equipment purchases to schedule testing the vehicle out. Per our city's guidelines, we have to test it for a minimum of 12 hours in addition to testing that the manufacturer has done. So I arranged with the officer to spend part of two days driving around and alternating with me, sitting in the back handcuffed, and also him in the back not handcuffed. I was simulating the role of a detained person in custody while the officer would be playing the role of a witness who was being transported. Also, we would get into trouble legally if I cuffed him for the simulation so problem solved. The first day went by okay but the complaint we both had was that it was a bit unrealistic to be sitting in the back of a car for more than 30 to 45 minutes as it virtually never happens. So also it's basically a yoga mat that you're sitting on but denser material so not much padding. So on the second day I brought a pillow from home for my back. I have a fused vertebrae and when we were just about finished with the second day it was around lunchtime. we decided to get lunch. The officer parks in front of a restaurant and lets me out, uncuffs me, and I said, Thank you, Jeeves. Can you please get the door and we'll be off? Unfortunately, an older woman, probably in her late 60s, heard this and thought I was ordering a cop around and treating him like a servant. She screamed at the top of her lungs that criminals like me don't get to order cops around and that obviously I must be a criminal. The officer tried to explain to her that I work with him and it was a joke. Nope, she's not buying that. Not even when I get out my ID and I show her. Nope, she's convinced I'm a criminal. She calls 911 and demands that the chief come out and explain these shenanigans. Yeah, that's not happening. The watch commander comes out, explains it, and scolds me and the other officer for making jokes while in an official capacity. The woman is absolutely incredulous that we weren't going to be arrested and terminated on the spot. So, of course, she smacks the watch commander and demands he do his job. So, someone got arrested. Yeah, assaulting a police officer is not a good idea in case that wasn't obvious and maybe she doesn't even realize that's what that is but smacking someone in the face is definitely assault the lady wanted them to get fired on the spot it wasn't good enough that they were already reprimanded in front of her in what i assume is probably an embarrassing way she wanted them to actually lose their jobs because they made this joke because at that point, she had to have understood that it was a joke because the watch commander came and explained that, and so she hit him. I know that's a pretty serious thing, but I'm not sure how serious. If any of you guys have any insight on what do you think happened to her, let me know down below. And also, what would you do if you were in the situation as the OP? In this, I do work here lady story, I'm your server and the manager, checkmate Karen. A few years ago, I started serving at a family owned restaurant in my town. I quickly became close to the owner and the owner's daughter and helped them with more than just serving. I became a head server and then the bar manager. Since it was a smaller restaurant I kept serving because I made way more money that way. We had a special every day for wine. We had a shelf filled with wine bottles. Each shelf was either 15%, 25% or 50% off. It was a great deal and typically we sold it for about five to ten dollars more than we were paying per bottle of wine. I don't know if this is well known but a lot of restaurants upcharge their alcohol quite a bit in order to make a profit so it was a great deal for people. One day a lady comes in with her friends and immediately. Immediately starts causing problems. I end up taking over for the server who got them right after they ordered their drinks because they were so rude to her and it was her first full day of serving by herself. The lady ends up ordering one of the 25% off bottles which ended up being around $7 more than you could buy it for from a liquor store. How do I know this? At the end of the meal I can hear her talking to her friend about how she's going to get the bottle of wine for free. She knew I was right there and I could probably hear her but I was just the server and probably dumb. Also heard at an earlier time. I may be dumb but I'm not stupid at this point I'm so ready to tell her no that I actually wander by a few times so she can try her stick sure enough she snaps at me and I mean literally snaps her fingers and calls me over and says I want you to get your bar manager I looked online and found this bottle of Merlot for this much money and you charge me this much money plus seven dollars I am not paying this ridiculous overcharge and I also want to talk to them about the service here today too now not to toot my own horn but I was a good server There weren't many people in the restaurant at that time, so I know I didn't neglect them. I substituted food for them and didn't charge them any upcharges, even though a double-baked stuffed potato cost more than a side of chips, but whatever. She looked at me with such a smug face until I smiled back at her and I said, Actually, I'm the bar manager. I have never seen such a comical change in expression outside of a sitcom. She said, You're the bar manager? And I smiled and nodded and said, Every restaurant will charge you more for products than they buy them for. This is how we make a profit. I'm not going to be discounting the wine, and as far as issues with service, I would be happy to listen to your complaints and take them into consideration for the future. She spluttered, grumbled, and told me, well, I'll never be coming back here. Okay, good riddance, lady. And she didn't come back. Her friends did, though, and became some of my favorite regulars. They told me a few months later that the only reason they went out with her was because she was one of their sister-in-laws and didn't have any friends. I wonder why.